This episode of Top of the Dude Chain Podcast is brought to you by Studio Headphones. Visit studio.com and use Dude Chain as a discount code at checkout to save 15%. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's episode 35. Jeff is back. Back. And uh, we are here. If you see old Glory in the background, it's because we are recording on this lovely 4th of July day. If you listen to this when it comes out, hope you had a fun and safe 4th of July. And more importantly, I hope you took a little bit of time to reflect what it means and what happened in 1774 when the United States declared their independence from those filthy winkers across the pond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I cannot yeah. tell you how much I dis I have so much disdain for England. So much <laughs> so much hate for our allies on this holiday. Oh, I, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like I seriously, they I mean they're in the World Cup uh finals now. Yeah. They beat Columbia to get there and I cringed a little bit. It's and a bold you, thing to say on a podcast that, you know, is worldwide, not just nationwide. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. All right. I don't care if any of those crumpet eating <laughs> The hate Deep. is real, man. What is, it? What is, is this city. just for today, or is this what? every no, this day? Of the year. Were you alive in seventeen seventy? Oh, I cannot. <laughs> What's your deal, there man? There is nothing. I, I, I don't. I don't know. My LA. wife's. My wife's infatuated with England. Okay. All right. I know where this is going. Oh yeah, we we you, know where the hate comes the, from. The now. reason you have so much hate is because your wife probably watches. Uh, what's it called? Downton Abbey. Downtown Abbey. Downtown. She watches Downtown Abbey. She with, watches The Crown. And, and I, I'm guessing that they. Uh, they have tea, do they have tea parties when they watch it? Like, do they have friends over oh, and drink tea oh, with yeah, each other? Yeah, like they, they did. Yeah. Little oh, Earl Grey. So little Lady Grey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They bought well, hats. They bought hats. And they 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 bought hats. Yeah. They ate the whatever. Let me ask well, you. You, you don't even know what they call wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know what they were you, eat. Were you home? Were you home when this happened? No, no, no. She went somewhere to do this. Oh, okay. I would never allow that in my no, house. No, man. No. I can tell you Roberto's wife's the one who threw that party. Yeah. Mm. Well, I understand. We, we, we don't say her name on this podcast so. for reasons like that. <laughs> that's, well, that's part of the reason. All right. Well, well, now that it's obvious where your uh, where your attitude's coming from, you know, kind of helps me put things in perspective. So I, I was just nah, I, curious. okay, man. I do like uh, England's never done anything to there me. Are two, there are two things from England that England I, swings like a pendulum, do man. <laughs> there are two things from England that I I tolerate. Yeah. One is that chick from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. What's so great about her? She's hot. Oh, yeah, okay. she's right. Yeah, so Kira Knightley and Prince Harry. Prince Harry, you like that dude? But I think Prince Harry has like a little bit. Like the cut of his bit, jib? I think, I, I think he's got some <laughs> disdain for the royal family the way I do. Oh, yeah? Is he so, the one that joined yeah. the military? Well, they both joined the military. That's like the a, one that really joined the military. Like, the other one kind of like participated and got his ribbon and left. One, one yeah. joined the military like Elvis did. The other yeah. one actually joined the military. The air quotes military. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, those are the only two things that. It, but dude, it's never. I mean, it's always rainy. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay with that. I you know to be honest with you because I I do my my grandma did tell me I have a little bit of Scottish blood in me. Yeah. And I watch Braveheart. Yeah. 
So there's a little disdain from so, that. So you got, yeah, a little animosity towards the English mm-hmm. crown? Mm-hmm. All right. So, I mean, they're, they're, like I said, man. But a long time ago, that's all I'm saying. A long yeah, time yeah, ago. Let it, let it go, Scars Josh. run deep, baby. Scars run deep. Yeah. Generational. You got to admit, for a country that's continually been rebelled against, you know, they've held up pretty good, though. Yeah. Whatever. Hey, like they gave Ireland the hey, chance uh, no, to be independent. That. And Ireland, after all those years, said, you know, you know what? Nah. You know what? Number three, Winston Churchill. I dig that dude, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, dude, that's the thing. He he won World War II or was responsible for helping us win World War II, and they ran him out afterwards. Uh, they, wasn't a very dude, they started guy. a fight they couldn't finish. They didn't win jack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> are you kidding me? Here's the we point. won World War II, man. Here's the point, though. For two reasons. You want to know what they are? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Russia helped. Russia yeah. provided bodies. Russia, Russia, no, Russia <laughs> helped on the, on the German side of it over in the European battle. Hey, fun Russia, fact: during Russia the capitalized, Russia, <laughs> yeah, during the Russian winter, right? Uh, it got so muddy that the Nazi tanks like couldn't advance forward. Right. So they used Russian bodies and they threw them underneath the treads in order to gain traction, so they could continue to move forward. Well, those are the guys who got caught, I guess. But. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. To the so, tune of like sixteen million. Churchill, yeah. he was all right, but. Other than that, man, I just I don't I don't get it. I hate seeing the royal wedding stuff. I hate seeing, dude. I don't care that they have babies. I don't care when they die. I don't care when people are born. I don't care who's married. I don't care who's going through divorces. None of that. Why it Why it shows up on our news channels and our news feeds all the time? I don't know. I dumped your tea in the ocean for a reason. <laughs> well, and figuratively speaking, I like. Uh, you don't ever watch like the BBC stuff? No. Nope. Sherlock's good. Cumberbatch, mm-hmm. mm. yeah, mm. he can't say penguin. Done. <laughs> we already pig, talked about that. Pig gilly. <laughs> pig gilly. Pig gilly. <laughs> it's a pig gilly. But no, no, uh, Sherlock's good. I like that, and um, I like their. You like shows. Doctor Who? No, man. I, but then again, I've not watched it enough to know anything about it. Yeah. I like people who like Doctor Who. I know a few people that watch it that I yeah. think they're okay. Hey, man, I'm not going to knock anyone for enjoying England. I'm just telling you, I don't like them. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Roger Miller said that England swings like a pendulum, doing. I pretty much listen to Roger Miller, so. What does that mean? Swings like a pendulum. No, oh, he's just talking about how cool England is, and you ought to go check it out. Oh. Mm. So. Yeah. I'll pass Seems on that. pretty metro, dude. If I want to, <laughs> <laughs> it's way before metro. Tell you what, man. If thing. I want to, if I want to experience England next time it downpours, I'll go stand outside. Yeah. Have you ever noticed, like in any movie, like you know, that's like kind of in the fantasy realm or whatever, they always have British accents. Like everybody just assumes <clears throat> like you would have had a British accent. Which, dude, it's not an appealing accent to me. Yeah. Who has the coolest accent of all people? Australia. Which is like a dirty English accent. No, it's an Australian accent. Yeah. I think it's just kind of theirs. Yeah. Dude, have you ever heard Margot Robbie talk? Mm. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Australia. Yeah. I would say Australian is one of the the better accents. I don't like French either. If, if, you know, we really want to get on it. Yeah. Which, you know... By, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? If included with not liking the French. Yeah. I really don't care much for Canadians either. Yeah. I like Canadians. I have yeah. lots of Canadian friends. Yeah. You a Drake lover? Drake sucks, man. <laughs> he sucks so hard. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So so, no, England and France are really the only two that I really have issues with. Yeah. Um. But it's just me. Yeah. Happy Fourth of July, what, everybody! Yeah, Happy Fourth you know of July! It this is this is an anti-everybody who's not us. You know podcast, what I think apparently. it is? You know what I think it is? I think they're stuck up, man. I yeah. think that's the biggest thing. 
Yeah. Is they because I still think they think that that we should be England. Nah, I don't know, man. I couldn't tell you. I don't have no direct contact. So, anyway, but yeah, let's let's move on, man. Happy Fourth of July. We'll talk about the United States of America. Of course, I am a little disappointed in a fact in this country. What's that? Um, found out that country music is the uh, number one. Uh, highest ranked genre of music in this country. Yeah, man. George Strait's awesome. I, I'll give you George Strait. And I think country... Let me rephrase that. Today's country music. Today's country ain't country, bro. Yeah, that's, that's pop. But I'm just saying, today's Baby, country you music... you a song. You made me want to roll my window down. Today's country music <laughs> is ranked the number one genre <laughs> yeah. of music. That's because it gets the pop crowd in it, too, man. Uh, like I said, man, people, when they listen to music, not all people, but the Number reason two. why that kind of music does so well is because a lot of people just want to listen to music that makes them turn their brain off and just lets them forget about everything, and they can just enjoy whatever it is they're enjoying on the shallowest level, and that's why that music appeals. So it's music for dumb people is what you just said. Or people, you know what? Over Someone, people who are hey. turning their brains off at the hey, moment. You know, it's hey. like, you know what? Somebody, I just want to turn my brain somebody off. Somebody did. There is a comedian who talked about that. Chris D'Elia. Yeah. He's been on the podcast. Not been on the podcast, but we mentioned him a couple times on the podcast already. Yeah. But he said uh, it's the genre of music where uh, you can be stupid and enjoy it. Well, and it, so and he made the same point. And that's, and that's a pretty, you know... Today's music. That's the thing, man. You can't like, just call everybody stupid that disagrees with you. It's not stupid. Not it's people that want to turn. Just their, did. <laughs> it's people that want to turn their brains off for the weekend. You know what I mean? Well, but the point is, like, you don't go buy twenty-four no, right. Budweisers to drink because you well, want to keep your brain sharp. You, you want to like get the thoughts of whatever you've been dealing with all week but, out of your brain. Okay, mumble rap's the same thing. Yeah, mumble rap. So, yeah. but um, but. What's that bad is when people said, think it's actually good, and they're like, "These lyrics speak to me." And it's like, well, then maybe you. Should consider. No, I agree. But that's the thing is, if <laughs> you, you might look, be a moron, Migos is one of the the is a is a rap duo or trio, or whatever that yeah. kind of people point to for the mumble rap. Yeah, and uh, I think it's Offset may have been another one of them, but said that you listen to people like Nas and Kendrick and J Cole and all that. If you want to think, you listen to us. If you want to be entertained, yeah. So he at least admits the fact yeah, that they man. just they they put some, you know, some. Stupid words over a catchy tune, and, and that's what they push. So at least he, he admits it. Country people don't admit it. No, 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 no. They are, yeah. It's, you see it's what I'm bad. saying? Yeah. And, and, you know, the number one selling music group of all time is who? I don't know, like the Beatles or Rolling Stones. There you go, something? man. Another filthy English group. <laughs> <laughs> you the are. Beatles are number one, but to the Beatles' I don't credit. Know if I share your. <laughs> Enthusiastic. Hey, that's okay, man. We're, we're <laughs> the Beatles do suck. It's okay that we can can disagree on this, but they're number one. But they did it internationally, right? Well, I mean, yeah, like they they're they're in an international sensation, which is why they're the top selling. Who's the number two on that list? Rolling Stones. I'll I'll give you a hint. It's not Elvis Presley. Who's number three? Okay, so you're saying like the Beatles are the number one selling number one top selling group of all time. Are you talking about groups or individuals? Like either, like Michael Jackson or somebody? No, but higher than Michael Jackson. Higher than Michael Jackson. Elvis is number three. This person is number two, and it's a travesty to this country because he is not international. 
He he's not the international scale that Michael Jackson was, or the Beatles, or Elvis Presley, or anything like that. Okay, well, who is that? Garth Brooks. Oh, uh, that's what's going to number be, I guess. two. Number two, Garth Brooks, because of our hillbilly nation. Rodeo. Anyway, all right. I say that to set up this first video. All right. Garth Brooks uh, introduced himself to Facebook and to his Facebook crowd. Okay. And uh, what we got here? Just, just play it. I'm not going to say anything else. Just, just play it. Well, I guess it's official. We're now on Facebook. I really wasn't sure about this at the start. <laughs> but then a friend of mine said something that just made all kinds of sense. She said, think of it more as a conversation. I like that. <laughs> but I'm already finding out on my own. So it's wiping the walls out between you and me. And I really like that. God. It allows us into each other's worlds, or I, I guess in my case, the hotel room. When I think about things I want to post, I want to post cool stuff, slick stuff, neat stuff. Slick. But most of the stuff I'm going to post is going to be raw stuff like this. This isn't raw, man. This is just who I am. <laughs> so if this is truly wait, a conversation, wait. then I say let the conversation begin. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, is that not the so cringiest cringy, thing you man. have ever seen? Let me yeah, tell you something. Man. Anyone but Garth Brooks puts that out. If you're not famous and you put that out, I guarantee people are calling the cops. Because if you're not famous and you put something out like that, somebody on the other side of that camera is tied up and gagged. Mm, I really like that. I really like that. My hotel room. Let the conversation <laughs> begin, Jeff. Let's talk uh, about your country his, music. His, his, humili <laughs> his humility is very contrived, man. <laughs> how, old, how old is Garth Brooks? Oh, 100? I don't know. Like, he's got to be like he's been, 60. He's been doing this for yeah. 30 years. No, his humility is contrived. It, you know, there, uh, there's nothing raw about that video. No. I guarantee you, he rehearsed that a million times. And well, this, the thing is, this in this in man, you can't be that famous new. and have any grasp of reality anymore. Though, it's not man. He, it's not his new. perspective is skewed by fame. He's got two hundred something videos on there, so this is by no <laughs> means new. People have torn this thing apart. Yeah, already. Here we are have. watching it years later after every, everyone's done it, and it still is cringy and funny. <laughs> As it was the day it first came out. Yeah, but you know, sometimes you work all week. You have to you have to do things that you don't necessarily love doing to make money. And all you want to do is be entertained. And you want to take that money. And you don't want to go listen to somebody getting too deep into something maybe you don't care about. Hey, you just want to be entertained. And that guy gets launched out of the stage. Hey, hits the ground. Speaking of that. Just it going was about, nuts. And was, gives you two extra hours of entertainment. It was about this time so. last year that you were going to a Garth Brooks concert, weren't you? I did. Wah. I did. I went, to a, I went to the Garth Brooks concert with my wife. It was, and, and it, was, it was the weekend where he came, and he was supposed to do like a handful of concerts, and he added a bunch. He basically did like three concerts a day. Yeah. The one we went to didn't even start till 11-something at night. Right, he does triple headers. And he'd already done like one or two concerts. So just the fact that he was even able to do it. Now... The whole time, I was kind of watching like, all right, man, this dude's lip syncing. There ain't no way this old man's running around singing. If he's lip syncing, he's really good at it because, I mean, like, it. Yeah, no, no, no. I was, I was watching him with all scrutiny, right. man. First off, the guy's a great performer. No, he, he is. You he got to give he, him that. He put on a really good show. He gave the fans exactly what they wanted. He, uh, he even did cool stuff for the fans, like inviting people up on stage. Like, he finds some way to make each concert personal. So, like I said, I mean, it. 
I just want what I paid for, man. I just want cheeseburger. I don't want your artistic version of a cheeseburger. I just want a cheeseburger. That's kind of what you get with Garth Brooks. He gives you, like, the McDonald's cheeseburger, man. It's great. Everybody wants it, even though it's not that great. You shouldn't want it. So. You know who makes analogies like that? Yeah, that's... that's People that listen to Garth Brooks. That's a, <laughs> that's a very weird analogy, man. I make weird analogies when I'm starving to death. I just want, want a cheeseburger. I just want a cheeseburger. I just want a cheeseburger washed down with a little bit of Garth Brooks. What happens when you record a podcast at lunch and, really and don't like get it started until 2 o'clock? I but really that's, like that's that. the thing, man. It's like... It's like you know who whose concert I enjoy of the same genre? Who's that? Pat Green. And the man just stands there and sings his songs. Yeah. I don't even know who that is. I think Pat Green's kind of the Garth Brooks of Texas music, though, so you're kind of killing yourself mm, by saying that. I think that's just your, it's from Texas, now. so it's credible. No, no, no. Now now I'm talking, this is no, Pat Green's, he, he, 2000, 2001. Pat, Pat Green took, uh, took Texas music, which was unique, original, and really good, and then turned it into pop music for girls drinking beer at parties okay, on but, tailgates. But, uh, uh, that describes Josh perfectly. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, but here's the thing: I'm talking from 2000. In fact, they're probably the reason country music sings all songs about drinking at bonfires, that kind of stuff. Early Pat Green, I'm the new saying. stuff, I don't know. I'm just saying. But I kind of feel like Pat Green started as much of this trash that we're listening to now as anybody. That's, I mean, that's valid. Party music, man. That's party valid. music. Now, what I can poppy catchy party music. What I can say though for college girls is <laughs> country music is the lint huh? trap. Of music, <laughs> pop music sucks, man. Don't, quit trying to point it to one person. Pop music in general sucks if you don't like it. Yeah, music no, period right now is a dumpster music. fire. We're talking about country music. <clears throat> I like country music. I like a lot of country. Today's music. country music? No, it's not country music. That's, I'm yes. telling you. No, you pop can't. music. No, man, because if I turn on the radio and it says you're listening to KJOY Top Country, blah 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 blah, they're they're classifying it. Give me country. to make you a country playlist. CMT plays these people. Country music television plays these people. Here's how you gauge it: Would Aaron Tippin punch one of these guys in the mouth? Don't Dude, listen to him. Aaron Tippin. <laughs> and, and and speaking of that, we were coming back from Florida. I've been listening to everything yeah. except country. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm gonna put some country on. <laughs> yeah. And so went Brooks and Dunn. Aaron Tippin, and to appease my wife, Dixie Chicks. Oh, what? <laughs> no, who who are probably not. closer to or, to genuine country than? Yeah, I don't hate them, but I don't. Oh, they're I mean, a bunch they're of communists, great, bro. But, but, but <laughs> Did you hate on George W. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I remember it's like Dixie Chicks versus Britney Spears. Man, those yeah, were the days. Yeah, I think we should just do what our president anyway, says. Yeah. <laughs> here's the thing, like. It's the lint trap, man. When your career dies in any other genre of music, you go country. All right. And I say that because I found a uh, top 21 list of people who've transitioned to country music. Yeah. Tom Jones. Terrible. That's not unusual. Aaron Lewis, which this is disappointing because Aaron Lewis is the lead singer of Stained, and I really like Stained. The Your credibility yeah. is going down. You don't like Stain? You like garbage rock. Dude, man. You don't like Stain? He's like adult contemporary disguised as rock. Yeah. No, Stained. I know. It was terrible. Yeah, the more you say it doesn't make it better. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Limp Biscuit and Corn. And they were stained. terrible. Oh, my goodness. You, you just listed all the worst things. You just threw out Limp Biscuit to give yourself credibility? No. <laughs> I was listening. It did show up in my, uh, my, my timeline on uh, Spotify. I was kind of ashamed of that. <laughs> Nelly? Nelly the rapper? I like 
like Nelly. Nelly, right. Nelly was but all right. I like he's, Nelly because he was funny, man. Everything putting, he said was funny. He's putting out country. Tim McGraw got him involved. Yeah, in that, he did so I don't know if he's putting out country, country so much as he's no, just he done a country, out a country song. album. Country grammar. No. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Gross. He's putting out country songs now. I'm just saying, I would like you to list Brett all Michaels. the bands you like because that is a role. <laughs> I can sit here and die laughing. Brett Michaels. That's not a far stretch for Brett Michaels. No. Tina Turner. Yeah. Washed up. <clears throat> Cindy Lauper. Yeah. She's crazy, Cindy, man. Cindy She's a crackhead. Lionel Richie. Lionel, boy. And I'm a, I like Lionel Richie. Hello? Yeah, I, see, I like is it that. Me you're looking for? Check this out. So I'm like, I wonder what this fool's country music sound, country album sounds like. And so, I go listen to it, right? The man did zero writing for this album. That's his thing, too. He's like a writer. No, here's, He should have wrote it. Let me tell you what he did. He said, hey, I got an idea. I want to put out a country album. And his manager goes, I don't know about this, Lionel. He goes, no, hear me out. He said, I'm going to take my greatest hits album, sprinkle in some hillbilly talent, and sell it to the hillbillies of this country. Yeah, that's no, all he did was take no, his songs he and do them in country. He didn't have the conversation like that. They sat down and they were like, "Hey, we've been doing the demographic market numbers, and it looks like the, we did this would be just a cash grab." And he's like, "All right, put it out." Yep. That's those hillbillies will buy anything to seem relevant. <laughs> that's what they want, dude. They <clears> bought <throat> that album not because it was good. They bought that album because Lionel Richie is a big name, and they think it adds relevancy to their genre of music. Ah, oh, it's just money in their pockets, man. They don't care. Dude, country music fans are so desperate to get their genre out there as legit because it is the most mocked, mocked genre of music out there. So you throw someone like Lionel Richie or Steven Tyler <laughs> or Bon Jovi into it, and they're like, see, it's real music. Man, we I just mean, don't sing about Josh, pop tops and flip flops and dogs dying. And That's my and, main issue. That's my main issue with country music is... Just across the entire genre, it all sounds exactly the same now. And I don't know if that's just the whole pop country thing, but I feel like nobody's really like on the fringe of sounding different. Everybody sounds the same, and sometimes it's even like indistinguishable. Yeah, I mean, you've got, you got Nashville and all these places that are full of songwriters and musicians. Just See, at people's disposal. But here's the thing. But the thing is, is it's run by executives who are like, this is what's selling, this is what we want. We don't want what you do. We want what we want. You either do that or you don't make any money. Oh, so it's a genre full of sellouts. Every major music genre is full of sellouts, man. Nope. None of them. Just, just country. Just country, <laughs> just country man. You got blinders on it. No, it's just First country. All, okay, you can't Dude, list just the worst bands in the history of it's music. It's just country. Bon Jovi's not the worst band. Bon Jovi is... Aerosmith? Pretty garbage other than their early stuff like Toys in the Attic. But I'm just saying, they, dude. My point is, is in into the '80s and '90s. You listed corn and Limp Bizkit. Corn's Josh. good, man. You listen to late '90s hey, like stoner no, corn, music. I like I like corn. Corn's, corn's good. good. I like corn. Limp Bizkit is. <laughs> I mean, Limp Bizkit. I will give you that. Limp Bizkit was more of a pop movement. Like it, it, yeah. it fizzled and faded. Yeah. Uh, but but corn, man. You could go to a corn concert today and still their stuff's still relevant. What about Lincoln Park. Oh Lincoln Park, Lincoln Park. Their later albums were garbage, man. But their early stuff was fantastic. Hey, yeah, but and the, the Lincoln Park Jay Z mashup is one of the coolest CDs that was ever thing, put out. And that's the thing, man. This if Lincoln Park goes on any longer, 
They'll put out a country album. This, this conversation is way out of my that's kind of, that's kind of impossible <laughs> now that their lead singer is dead. But I'm just saying, if they, but I'm just saying, if they if they bring someone in, they would not do country. You know who hasn't put out a country album? Who's that? Journey. <laughs> Journey makes good music, man. Why Journey. Would they? That's my point. They're relevant still. They make timeless music. They don't need the hillbillies money to stay relevant. Therefore, oh they didn't put it out there. You know, oh we're a podcast God. based out of Oklahoma, man. We're just shooting ourselves in the foot here. <laughs> <laughs> our market has got to be getting Dude, tiny tell me at I'm this wrong. point. If this tell was me live, I could just watch our followers just <laughs> dropping. Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. I hate I hate country music. I can't that's, I can't listen to it. No, that's okay. And and I understand, no, man. No, if you don't like a style of music, you're not gonna like anything that, that style of music puts di- out, man. No, disagree. I listen to Brooks and Dunn. It's good stuff. Aaron Tippin. See, I like good country stuff. music. What about Johnny I, Cash. Johnny Cash, yes. Willie Nelson, yes. Here's okay. Early man. Pat Green. Well, all right. Let me most have of the time. let me let me have a little bit of time to like you know kind of discuss from my side because you're talking to a dude who obviously like grew up with country music. Canadian ragweed. And, uh, <laughs> and he's just hey he's just mad because I hated on Pat Green <laughs> and Cross Canadian ragweed supplanted him in the Texas scene. Canadian ragweed. So not only are they country and sellouts. They put the name Canadian in there. That's the practically French. Okay, so you've made your you've, you've made your point as right. as off base as it is, <laughs> and with the worst possible uh, defenses of it. Uh, but so you're looking at a dude who grew up listening to country music, uh, especially like uh, '80s, '90s country music. When I was living in Broken Bow as a kid, that's all you had, and that's what my parents listened to. So that's what I listened to. And like you're listening to people who are good country music artist who I would put on my trash list. Like, Brooks and Dunn are garbage. You think Brooks Woo! and Dunn's garbage? Yeah, Brooks and Dunn are garbage. Yeah, absolute garbage. Hard-working man? Yeah, trash, garbage. My Maria? Trash, garbage. <laughs> yes. Dude, because they're just... they're Neon Moon? Dude, trash, garbage. Neon it's all garbage, moon? man. It's oh, all garbage. Man. They're like, they were like one of the early like pop duos of country music, man. Here's what country music is to me. I came from a rural background, and I want songs that reflect that rural okay. background so and, who, so who, in an honest way with integrity. So who Those do you people don't to? have the same kind of integrity. Billy Ray Cyrus? Actually, other than that clown singing them, <laughs> some of those songs are really good. It's just that clown singing <laughs> Some them. gave all. Where Am I Gonna Live When I Get Home? <clears throat> Hank Williams sings that, and it's a top 20 hit. <laughs> all right. So, so who do you... All right. So, so of the genre... It depends on what kind Dwight of Yoakum. It's kind of what you're into because, like, I definitely like more of the the traditional and uh, more of the like folk background. Like Johnny Cash really dove, dove into it more than anybody. Um, but yeah, Johnny Cash and Willie Nelson, you know, and guys like Chris Christopherson, you know, those those old guys who wrote all these songs, right, Neil but, Jennings, they but, were cool. And then as it as as the time went on in the '80s, like when country music got popular. Like a, it is now. Okay, it's like back when Smokey and the Bandit were coming out and all these movies. Country music was popular. It was yeah, okay. a huge deal. A lot of people blame Garth A lot Garth of garbage Brooks. came out back then. A lot of people blame Garth Brooks for, for taking country into that pop, rock, whatever type of movement. I can kind of see that. I yeah. mean, that's, that's, that's kind of who they, they, they put the blame on. Like so, him and Toby Keith, probably. Yeah. So here's the thing. And the, Tim McGraw and Kenny Chesney didn't help any. Yeah. Oh, Chesney. Dude, my... Uh, our buddy Roberto, mm-hmm. I am me. Like, hey man, Kenny Chesney's coming into town. You want to go? I'm like, what? Do not ever invite me to a Kenny Chesney concert. Yeah. Like, was again. he excited about it, or did yeah. he just like stumble upon some I think tickets? He was. 
Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, wow. do not ever. I will revoke friendship instantly. This is your last warning. Don't ever invite me to a Kenny Chesney concert Dude. again. Anybody that takes like a plaid shirt and cuts the sleeves off of it deserves to be punched in the face. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. But no, man. But there were. In the 90s, there were a lot of bands that I really, really liked. So during the Garth Brooks era, which is the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Who who kept it real and who who was selling out? Well, I mean, obviously, George Strait's like my go-to. He was my guy. Now, I'll give you that. George Strait, San Antonio, Texas, by the way. Pre-Chattahoochee, Alan Jackson is good music. But once you get to like that point... It was like Alan went to him like, I'm a pretty big star. I'd like to sing a song about a Mercury car. And like it just went downhill from there. Remember that video? Yeah. Where he's skiing on the lake. You want to hear? Okay. <laughs> he's just you want to hear something funny? Brittany, Brittany was making fun of my white Wranglers that I'm wearing today and that I like to wear all the time. And uh, I was like, man, these are my Alan Jackson pants. They're cool. And she goes, well, it is hotter than a hoochie coochie out there. <laughs> hey. Uh, I don't know what that is, but uh, uh, I go ahead it. and censor that. So, <laughs> I have to beat that one my, out. My wife is pretty awesome. Yeah. No, uh, but uh, like there, but there, okay. were, there were so, good like, bands and stuff out. Dwight Yoakam? Travis oh, Tripp. I love Dwight Yoakam. Travis Tripp put out good music, in my opinion. He was all right. No, yeah, and uh, I tell you what, there's a band that, they, that they didn't get as popular as they should have, but who did really good music was uh, Shenandoah. They I like Shenandoah. Good. They were a good band. Um, and they were, like I said, legit and honest. You felt like these dudes sang about what they knew about. Kimble, Clint Black? He, yeah, I thought he was all right, but I didn't, I didn't just love him. I didn't think you could like George Strait and Clint Black. I don't think there's a reason. Like oh. to hate them. I don't think it's No, like I the, just thought it was like one or the other. I don't know. Just because they got confused for each other, I'm pretty sure. In what world? <laughs> in the normal world, man. Listen, maybe, man. Maybe in not, the world over know, there wearing Jinko jeans, listening to Limp Biscuit and <laughs> Corn with their chain wallets. You said Jinko jeans. Jinkos and Mossimos, baby. Oh, man. Jabos. Yeah, oh, wow. Pacos. Yeah, man. If you're poor like but me. No, but no, there was... You know what was going on in the uh, in the late '90s and the early '90s that was so awesome that everybody was not paying attention to because they were too busy listening to grunge music was what was called the alt country music. Alt country was bands like uh, Whiskey, Whiskey Town and Uncle Tupelo were like two big champions of that genre. Um, Uncle Tupelo actually ended up splitting up, and uh, Jay Farrar formed uh, Sunvolt, and uh, then Wilco was formed by Jeff Tweedy. Both those bands are still out and about, and they're really, really good. Now, you, you know, you're not going to hear them on the radio as often, but like if you go look them up, those are two solid bands. Whiskey Town ended up breaking up because the lead singer was a self-destructive alcoholic, but that was Ryan Adams' first band, if you know who that is. No. Ryan Adams. Mm-hmm. Ryan Adams. Not Brian Adams. I was going to say, you're talking about Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? Ryan hey, there's nothing wrong with Adams. Brian Adams, man. Dude can <laughs> sing. Yeah. Hey, you know what I like about country music, though? Uh, a lot of those guys play their own instruments. Yeah. And they're not like these pop singers that just have like some DJ putting music in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what else I like? What's that? I like how those instruments sound on studio headphones. That's right. Nice. Ah, you like it? That's, <laughs> that's a good segue. That's a good segue. All right. Let's take a, uh, let's take a break to uh, hear a word about our sponsor. All right, the headphones you see us wearing on this podcast are called the Regents. They are Studio's name brand or Studio's top premium over-the-ear model. Uh, they have impeccable clarity uh, in the instrumental tones as well as balanced sound. Uh, it has 24 hours of active battery life uh, and 20 days of standby life, and the Regent will be perfect companion for a home and on the go. So if you do not keep them charged... Uh, it also comes with an auxiliary cord 
that will let you plug it into your phone or your tablet or your computer so you can continue to use them uh, until you have that moment that you are able to charge them. You can also personalize your region interchange with interchangeable caps uh, such as black or white marble designs to give it its own unique look and the combination of polished metal and matted surface embodies a vision of Scandinavian design. The, scan, the studio is a, scan, uh, a Swedish company uh, who wants to revolutionize the way people see headphones. Uh, not just a tech device, but they also want you to look at your headphones as an accessory. Currently, the headphones market uh, cannot offer one or the other. Either you get something that looks good and looks flashy, but it sounds terrible, or you get something that looks uh, or that sounds great, but looks like... Uh, makes you look like a square. Fashionable headphones tend to lack the proper sound and quality. Uh, the studio wants to bridge the gap, and so what they do is they emphasize modern Scandinavian design uh, as, <laughs> as well as provide a product that matches the quality of even the highest rated headphones on the market, and they also do so for a fraction of the cost. If you're not into the over-the-air stuff, uh, like some people are, they also have ear pods that do come in the uh, Bluetooth version as well as Bluetooth uh, earbuds uh, that fit around your neck. Go to studio.com, use the, code uh, the, the discount code DUCHAIN uh, at checkout, save yourself 15% on an already cheap, uh, inexpensive product that provides top quality sound. Good job, Josh. I think inexpensive is the word studio would prefer you use <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rather <exactly>. than, <laughs> than cheap. I, I get where you're going with that, mm -hmm. but no, the, the quality of the headphones aren't cheap. They're, they're good headphones. and They are comfortable, man, no, in they, all reality. They look cool like Beats, but they're <clears throat> not bass-heavy trash. That, so, they yeah. do, that is no lie. So if you want to listen to your country music, uh, studio would be a great. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I do like the fact that they're based on a Phil Collins oh. song. There's yeah. some talent right there. Yeah, he was solid. Yeah, man who's uh, still legitimate and doesn't put out a country album. Hey, you know your boys <laughs> down in Texas who were good to listen to that were doing country music right the whole time is a uh, dude named Billy Joe Shaver, guy named Guy Clark, guy named Steve Earle, and a guy named Towns Van Zant. Go check those dudes out. That's where it's at. Never heard them. That's because you listen to whack music. <laughs> oh, that's man. debatable. That's debatable, but... Everything uh, you say is not debatable. <laughs> it's obviously wrong. It's all debatable. And, and, and half the time, it's a bit controversial. <laughs> How is it controversial? I don't know, man. It's an I'd opinion. Like I'd like to hear what our uh, not local listeners have. To, I'd like to hear what our local listeners have to say now. You kind of stomped on a lot of people's toes today. Yeah, let's go, let's go to the phones. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go to the phones. Oh, sorry, we How haven't so, set man. that up yet. How so? <laughs> hey, well, I don't know. I'm sure wanker hey, is a man. term of endearment to some people. <laughs> <laughs> wanker. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we lo filthy we love all of our listeners, man. Uh, Come on. All right. Dude, there are no, dude, there are no filthy Englishmen listening to this, this podcast. Yeah. They not eat, they're not cool enough to listen to it, or it's beneath them. Either way, they're still not cool. Yeah. That's my point. Our listeners are the... Now, the country music might be... Uh, my opinion on country music might be a little too far. Yeah. Because I envision our, our listening base is like the blue-collar, hard-working individual. And that, that's who, you know, some of the Aaron Tippin type stuff. Blue Angel? 
Nothing wrong with the radio. We're about to quit talking about music. We got differences in uh, opinions that are vast. You don't like Aaron Tippin? No, he's all right. He's all right. But I mean, I. Yeah, dude. I, I just I. I actually have this infatuation with Aaron Tippin because of just who he is as the person I created in my head. Like we used to always do these, you know, kind of like, like we'd be driving down the road and like Aaron Tippin would come on. I was like, man, I'm like. You ever think like when Aaron Tippin had an idea for a song, he's like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to sing this song right here. We're going to do it just like this. And somebody was like, I disagree. And he's like, how about I just whoop you right now? <laughs> you know, like, what are you going to do with Aaron Tippin? He just seems like that handlebar mustache country boy that ain't going to take no lip from nobody. And, like, the stories you hear about him is one guy said, yeah, I went over there and talked to Aaron about a song, and he was under a D9 dozer, like, fixing the wiring on it. And it's like, yeah, that dude's real. He's the real deal. Oh, they, and that's what I'm saying, man. There's a little. And if you look up, there's a picture of him, like, with his airplane. And he's like 60 years old and still ripped. Like, just oh, really? Buff and swollen and ripped. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, man. Logan and I talked about that. I don't want to spend a lot of time on basketball. Really, thing I want to say is that I am terrible at this prediction game. Yeah. I said LeBron's not going to the West, and I yeah. said Paul George is leaving. Yeah. And I was wrong on both counts. Yeah, now what? Yeah, you know, like I said, you the, know, the Paul George thing was not near as guaranteed as everybody acted like it was. And people, like, if you if you listen to the like Royce Young and the guys around here who were like the Thunder beat writers and stuff uh-huh. like that, they're like, "Look, guys, I'm about seventy percent confident he's coming back." Like, you just you got to pay attention. To, you know, like how he's talking, the things he's saying, and what, and like those videos he was like he kept referring back to Oklahoma City no matter what. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I mean, it's it's cool that he stayed. I was confident in that one because we also had the ability. He has said for a long time that he wanted a, to lock up a long term uh, deal, and uh, he, you know, he had the best chance of doing that with Oklahoma City because of the way it's structured. Yeah, you know, we could offer him more money and, and a better contract than anyone else could. Yeah, but outside of that, yeah, I think the best part is the Laker fans. Yeah, there's some. My mom and dad are Laker fans. And well, before they got LeBron, Laker fans were acting like, I don't know, they were acting out a little bit. They were they were a little bit frustrated, a little aggravated, and didn't know how to act because it kind of looked like they weren't going to get anybody. And then but they get LeBron. and then once they get LeBron, like you just see like the confidence yeah. like come but back here's inside the thing, of man. Them. Like Laker fans were the biggest haters on LeBron when he went to Miami. As a, as yeah, a bunch, maybe. not all Laker fans, but just Laker fans as a bunch maybe were the Kobe biggest. Maybe Kobe fans were bigger haters. Okay, Laker, Laker fans. fans. Okay, whatever. Same thing. It could be a difference. Uh, maybe. <laughs> but the point being is, is is they were the biggest haters on him. You know, super team this, we we built, you know, because everyone will point back at, you know, the prime time. But who were know? they going to knock off? The Lakers were the dominant team back then, and the Heat were being built to knock off the Lakers. Yeah, no, so, I, I mean, get you. It was you gotta understand the, yeah, why no. they would have the most to say. No, I get, I get it. But they did the same thing. Shaq yeah. going to L.A. I mean, of course, Kobe was already there, but dude, Shaq left and he couldn't win it until they brought. So they had to go get Paul Gasol. So they did the same thing. Then they complained about it when LeBron Shaq won did. there. He did win. Yeah, oh, I he, he left did. and Kobe couldn't win without him. Oh no, they brought a few people in and it ended and up so being they the had to, so they had yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They had to bring in superstars. Paul Gasol was they an tried, all-star. They tried guys like Carl Malone and people like that and just they were too late in their careers. Yeah, was good. Right. Yeah. So then that's my point. Then they go to you know, he goes to Miami, they all rip him for going to Miami and building a super yeah. team. Jordan would have never done it, Magic would have never done it. And like, oh. Then he comes to them, man, and then they go pick up Ray on Rondo and, and uh all the other guys they picked up. Yeah. Uh and so they're all like super team. We you know this is it. And then 
what's his name, Boogie Cousins yeah. signs with the Warriors, and they uh, cheaters. They, just, I mean, they just lose it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which like, is the funniest part about it is like they're on this high, and then the Warriors go in and add a fifth All Star to their starting roster. Well, and basketball's trash, man. Le- LeBron it's trash. LeBron James w- would not have gone to L.A. Um, unless he kind of knew what the kind of the five-year plan was. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he wasn't four years. He wasn't gonna. He wasn't gonna change teams without knowing what the plan was. And you've got Kawhi Leonard who wants to be traded there, but if he can't be traded there, he's just gonna wait till free agency to go there. So you're talking about who? Kawhi Leonard. You mean Cowie? You call him Cowie a lot. I do understand that. Because he spells his name the female way. It's Kawhi. But uh, he calls himself Kawhi, so I, I call him Kawhi. So uh, well, you should spell it the the, the right way. <laughs> I spell my name G E O F F R U I. Geoff, like a wanker. That's what Mike, <laughs> Mike used to call you, so, Geoff. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so anyway, so LeBron wouldn't go there unless he thought he had you know some kind of potential. Now they've got these young guys like a Brandon Ingram and guys like that Kuzma who are good. Kuzma, they're so, gonna get rid of ball. Yeah, well, maybe, but in the end, what you're looking at is you're looking at a team that's got some youth and can kind of grow, also a team who's willing to do whatever it takes to surround LeBron with what he wants. You know, uh, you got a chance of getting Leonard next year. He's already reached out to KD. The Warriors aren't going to stay together forever. And if well, Clay Thompson, they're saying, if, is the next guy. If, if, KD, if KD is like, you know what, man, we won three, that's a, you know, that's a big deal. Like, if he gets three, you know, if they get four and then he's got three of them, you know, he's going to be like, man, you know, the Golden State thing is just getting me a bunch of flags. Like, I'm going to go play with LeBron and, like, win championships with him for a little while because he's like, I'm a superstar and I can do whatever I want and I can have it my way. That's why basketball sucks, man. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and, and that's the thing is, and, and these guys know they can do that. And LeBron's like, you know what? Have your fun, man. Do the warrior thing. And, and like, when that quits being fun, come over here and, like, do it with me. And then in your career, you can look back and look at all these ways you won and, like, how much fun you had and that you – Every time you got bored, you got to do it a different way. You know where he didn't win? What, here? Here. They're pretty solid. I mean, Western Conference Finals. You no, know, man, he's, hand, he's hands down going to go <laughs> Don't down. Don't forget. Durant's going to go down top five. Don't forget, in 2012, Oklahoma City Thunder went to the finals and got beat by a Miami team that had finally like gotten their wheels about them and was playing good. All right, and we were young, Still and we made some won. mistakes. That was a Still foul have won at the end. We should have, we should have won. James Harden pulled one of those didn't show up games and uh, played oh, like terrible. Like he has every playoffs, so every playoff. He did game. good this last playoffs. He did pretty good uh, this he, last playoffs. Except the Western. But but he has final. but he has done that in the past. But uh, but then you know we lose James Harden. We're like oh man. But they make moves, and we had good teams. We got plagued with injuries for three straight years, and when we Here's finally the, got healthy again, we took the best team in the NBA. And we got up 3-1 on them and then collapsed. All right. Speaking of that, what's the luxury tax this year? For the Oklahoma City Thunder? Like $300 million, isn't it? Okay, so we're at, uh, we're at like a $300 million mark. And I which is say the highest that, ever. Which is the highest ever, and they would have to pay $150 million if they leave it as is right now. With the restructuring of, um, they can actually stretch these contracts in a way. Right, with, right. Uh, but with, oh, here's so my. if you stretch, if you stretch Carmelo and Kyle Singler's contracts, it ends up costing you more in the long run, but you save the luxury tax. Okay, now, and it would bring that way down. Here's the point, though: three hundred right now, currently three hundred million dollar luxury tax. Well, one hundred fifty million because they're in the three hundred million range. I think right, is what it is. but my point is, is why didn't we keep Harden? I guess we had scared money back then. I guess so. Yeah, that's yeah. my point. It's yeah. like you have you have th- no. the, the last three MVPs. 
no. were on your roster. The, the reason was, is Harden had expressed that he wanted to go somewhere and be the man. It wasn't about money. We made him a good offer. We made. But I heard they were five million off, and Presty that, told me to either take it or go. No, they, and then we traded him. It's it, we did, we did. But what you need to understand about Harden was his reason for leaving wasn't that he just wanted that super max contract. He was the third guy on a team, and he wanted to be the number one guy on a team. And no. Sam Presti knew that it doesn't matter how much we pay this cat when he's a free agent, he's going to go to the first team where he can be the guy. So we traded him, and we made the best trade that we thought we could that at the time. That was a terrible trade. We made the best we could at the time. We got, we got draft picks, which some of them just didn't work out. But now we did get Steven Adams out of it. But like, How are you going to tell that Reggie Jackson, who's really good, which I don't know if he was a part of that, but you know, we've had a lot of guys who we drafted who were good. They just didn't work out because sometimes the NBA, even the best guys don't work out. Yeah. Markel Fultz, look at him. And he was like a guarantee. Everybody Speaking was like a guarantee. I know who the Lakers should pick up next. Who's that? I got a video of them. Check oh it goodness. out. <laughs> look at this. Rick! Waxy. <laughs> and I'm talking about the guy dribbling, not the guy just getting toasted. <laughs> that dude. The man. Timbo. The, play it one more time, man. Like, the dude doesn't even put his hands down to catch himself. He's like, nope, uh, I just got beat. He's waxy, man. <laughs> Does he drain the shot? <laughs> no, nah, he doesn't show. No, he didn't uh, drain the shot. If man. he had drained the shot, they would have kept it going. But the net just popped. Oh, no. I think it went boing. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that thing. That's I bet that thing could be. He crossed up. him up though, man. He, oh, dude, that's that was that's. I mean, that's. They, <laughs> I think he was more disappointed on the way down, which is why he didn't put his hands out. He's yeah, just like, like put ah. his head down, like he got me. Got me. Shoulders. Um, just take it with my shoulder. Yeah. Anyway. Oh man. But no, man. Basketball is uh in a weird place right now, man. It's in a weird place. Yeah. But no, I guarantee you next year Lakers are going to make big moves in the it. summer. Oh, I'll still watch it, man. I love basketball, but yeah, it's awful. I like why I just like watching this part of it. Yeah, I just I just kind of like. And what about football? You're gonna keep watching football, mm. NFL. Now speaking of that, man, because that's a lot of people are talking about. They might have to quit watching it because they can't watch it with a good conscience. Why? Because people are having Nearly. brain damage and committing suicide. No, I'm okay with that. And well, and then other people for patriotic reasons. Well, didn't you know, they didn't they just like pass some new policy where yeah, now you can't yeah you kneel. can't you can't kneel anymore yeah. Well, here's the thing, man. With Kaepernick is is and I'm I, it, do whether you think he should kneel or not. That's that's out of the question. What he should have done, because Goodell kind of backed himself, painted himself into a corner. Because what he should have done is he should have fined him. Because the U.S. military sponsors the NFL. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you and and part of the agreement is that, that the players because they used to stay in the in the locker room, so the point being is is what Goodell should have done is is the same thing he did when Brian Urlacher brought brought a uh, vitamin water out to a Super Bowl interview. Yeah, they find him yeah. because our sponsor Gatorade is Gatorade. Therefore, you're going to either carry Gatorade or nothing at all. Is what they should have done. So the idea there is should have been is finding them. Because and then if he wants to continue protesting, he can just pay the fine. Everybody. Right, and, yeah. and and you can pay the fine, and you can say, look, they're a sponsor. This is what the agreement is and all that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So he kind of backed himself, so now he just looks stupid, you know, by, by yeah. doing whatever, you know. I don't watch the NFL that much. But speaking of the NFL, have you seen the videos of Terrell Owens, like, doing workouts? Now does he look like he could still come out and just roast people? Dude, he runs a 4 4 <laughs> Still, 
He he ended his uh, career. If he with, had a lick of sense, man. How great could he have been? But here's the thing: he was already pretty great, dude, Hall of Famer. Dude, his 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 footwork and all that is great. Yeah. How he, old is I mean, he now? Forty four. Forty four. All right. In the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, which well, is, uh, by the way, he's not going. Won't to do the, an acceptance speech. Yeah, he's going to do it at home or he's something. He's going to do it at the, at the University of Chattanooga, where he he where gra- he went to, where he went to college, college. Okay. which is cool because you know he's like I'm a small school guy that no yeah. one gave a, a shot at, and yeah, which is great. I wanted to make a roster <laughs> personally because I just want to see who would pick him up. Do you think, dude? Who do you think would pick him up? If you, Browns. Had, dude, there is a dumpster <laughs> fire. There is a dumpster fire in Cleveland right now that really, if anything, should bring him in just to just to fill seats. Oh man, Cleveland's already got a lot of. Uh, they've got they've got oh uh, they got Landry. Well, they got Jarvis Landry. They've got Josh Gordon, who is kind of like To. 2.0. Um, Dude, you could put T.O. in a slot. Dude, him and Josh Gordon on the same side, there's no way you could go around. He, he, he did go and on. You know he's, and you know he's like stronger than he was probably because he probably just lifts all the time. Yeah, I mean, he and too, that was his big thing is not only could he roast you, but like the dude could like shove you around too. Right. And, 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 and my thing is I take him for this. The guy's 44 years old. He's been out of the game for what's the minimum? You have to be out of the league for five years. Yeah. And he didn't get into his – second or third try so he's been out for minimum six years yeah so i think you have an older wiser terrell owens personally (laughs) (laughs) older wiser terrell owens who refuses to go to the hall of fame and give a speech that's dude that's this no man he is the same head case he has always been terrell owens is not i bring him in he There's a dumpster had, fire. He has not shown personal growth in any way, man. I don't know, man. I watched his. I watched an interview where they're like, he's like, "Are you trying to get on a roster?" He goes, "He goes, I'm not. I'm not actively seeking it." He goes, "But if the opportunity comes along, he goes, I'd play." And at I the just time there were the New York Giants were like trying to get every old dude. They could. And but I'm just saying, my point is, is I'd like to see him come in because I think it'd be interesting to see a legitimate player who's already enshrined in the Hall of Fame still playing. Because you look at jo- remember Jordan, yeah, he came back played for the Wizards and he bumped his Hall of Fame uh, eligibility back, yeah, twice retired twice, yeah, and so kind of pushed it out. So, but I just like to see uh, see a Hall of Famer, and I do. I'd love for him to go to the Browns, man, and just make that the big circus it already is, man. Poor Chris, man. Our, our buddy Chris McKnight, the, the most loyal Browns fan ever. Yeah, I want, I'd like to see his. Browns fans, man, it's almost like they're – Oh, they're great they're so fans. U- they're so used to it that, like, they just show up laughing. Like, they make these homemade jerseys that say, please win. Or, like, one guy had a jersey in for the name on the back. It said Super Bowls, and the number was zero. Like, you know, but that, you know, I, I get they, – they're a great fan base. They're fun. They're hilarious. But if is, they ever win, like, that place is going to come – like unhinged, and then after that, like the whole like it's funny to lose is going to be gone, and they better win from then on. Oh yeah, like that's how Oklahoma City was, man. We were terrible. We were one of the worst basketball teams in the country, and then all of a sudden, we got real good, and now everybody like gets frustrated uh, okay. for not. Dude, that's not even comparable. Uh, if if you win, people lose yeah, their okay. love we, for losing. We won like three years into the franchise's history. I mean, it was the, the Browns franchise. Who? It was the Sonics franchise. Who? We're the Sonics. We're the Seattle SuperSonics. We just changed Who? our names. Seattle had a basketball team? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think they did. Let <laughs> me Google what? that. Nope. Google says they never had a team. 
What? Said so they just had a bunch of poor trash living up there. <laughs> you never heard of Gary Payton, the Dead glove? Lift? No, man. Deadless Shrimp. Yeah. yeah. Sean Kemp. No. No. They never heard of him. Sean never Kemp heard of him. Sean Kemp was I, cold. That is Jersey. I've been playing NBA Jam for years. I've never <laughs> seen it. Anyway, but the point being is, is we won three years in the franchises. Yeah. History. I'm just saying. The Browns have been terrible for decades. I get that our losing doesn't compare to their losing. What I'm saying is if they ever, like, say like this year, they turn around and they get eight wins. No, they had Jim Brown, man. They won a, they no, won No, that's the Ravens. That's <sighs> the Ravens. You don't understand how this works, man. The Cleveland Browns are now the Baltimore Ravens, and then the no, Cleveland I, got a new team and called them the Browns. All right, well, in that sense, then the, the, the Indianapolis Colts are the – that's what, no, my point is, is is so all Colts fans are, are Browns fans? That's not how it works. The bottom line is Cleveland has a football team. Yeah, kind of. every football team, every football team that they've had has had to leave Cleveland to be successful. True. Yeah. They've, they, Other I mean, than, yeah. Outside Jim of Jim Brown's yeah. era and maybe a little bit of Bernie Kosar's area, the only, and they get good instantly. Cleveland, there's you're it's not them, it's you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the 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 Indianapolis Colts leave Cleveland to go to Baltimore to be the Baltimore Colts, and they win. Johnny Unitas, all that good stuff. Yeah. Then the Cleveland Browns leave for Baltimore again. Ray Lewis, Super Bowls. Yeah, they, they, there's a trend here. <laughs> There's could, a trend. They could use some management. <laughs> no, but the point being is there's a trend. Yeah. I think it's the city. Yeah. Might be the fans. Yeah. I don't know if we have any Cleveland fans listening outside of Chris, but it might be you guys. <laughs> Maybe your expectations aren't high enough for your team. I don't know, You man. keep filling the seats with that dumpster fire of a product they keep putting out there. Yet you, Because the point is, is they've been terrible forever, yet they still – Never have any issues selling tickets yeah. because they got the most loyal fans out there. You want them to shape up, quit going to the games, quit buying the jerseys. That's how they'll ship out. But though, they, 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 they'll up. ship out again. Yeah. I mean, but that's the thing, man. Is like y'all's expect y'all set the bar way too low on your team, Cleveland. <laughs> way too low. Yeah. Well, anyways, I'd like to see him win. I really would. I mean, really, as a Steeler fan, you like to see him win. Like ball games, I don't mean at all. You know, I'd like to see him win a few ball games, be competitive. Yeah, like two. Like I'd like to see him win like seven or eight ball games. That'd be good. You like to see him catch the wild card spot. That'd be cool. How's Enjoy. that going? How's that going to happen though? I don't think they allow teams to forfeit, do they? <laughs> <laughs> That's valid. <laughs> That's very valid. That's the only way, because dude, because one thing our buddy Chris says is that all his losses were. Within certain point ranges. Yeah, that means that teams never have to get like worried about the game. That's like, the point, man. Like we're within two points. That's all right. You are Cleveland. We got this. First off, the team comes in cocky. Mm-hmm. Second off, they definitely underestimate you and play probably one of the worst games they can possibly play. And still win. And they still win. Yeah. Yeah. So Oh yeah. Let's try some trick plays. I can't believe that worked. Peyton Hillis, man. That's and that's the other Ugh, thing too. Peyton they Hillis. Yeah, he doesn't like Peyton Hillis because uh, – Did you lose a fantasy league because of Peyton Hillis? No, I picked him up and he did great. And yeah. then I think I – I want to say I picked him up again the following year. Yeah. Or 
or did all that garbage happen within the same season? No, no he, had he, one, was great. he had one he good was season. Wanted. He was great for one season, and then it was like the next season he started sitting out and doing all that crazy stuff that he was doing. No, he got hurt, man. Okay, let me tell you what happened to Peyton Hillis. Peyton Hillis had a breakout year. Mm-hmm. You know, he was catching it, A, because he was the running back for the Cleveland Browns. Two, he was white. So people kind of use that as a novelty. Yeah. And then the next year, he made the 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 cover of Madden, and it went downhill. That's the Madden curse. Yeah, yeah, which is real curse. deal. It's it's yeah. I mean, he was so injured. So guess, guess but weren't who? people questioning his injuries? Like I, there was something yeah, more no, to no, it no, than they, he was just yeah, hurt. No, like he was refusing saying. to play. Was part of it. Yeah, but I do think some of that was the head stuff. That because this is before the head stuff really became popular. Yeah. And 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 he was dude. He was a bruiser back. Yeah. So so head first. Yeah, and so there was, a, and so I think a lot of his was, because because at that time you could you couldn't say I have a concussion, no. and and they're going to be like, yeah, you've been out a week, get back. And you can in. only get your brain scrambled so many times, man. right? So the point being is, instead of saying my brain's hurt, he's saying my hamstring or knee or whatever, and and so that's why they put a question mark on him. But it's really you know, yeah. But the bottom line is, is he hit the Madden curse? Yeah. Tom Brady was on the Madden cover of Madden this year. Yeah. And what happened? Yeah, Brady sucks every year, though. Took, <laughs> took, got the ball on the 20-yard line with two and a half minutes left and got sacked. Hey, nope. you, you remember that one time that the other team took his trick play away from him and made it work? <laughs> that was terrible. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I hate Patriots So, fans. So, I mean, but. Well. Anyway, I don't know, man. I just. I, I just I think their their management is just hands down terrible. Yeah. Who owns them? Uh, man, I don't know, but I do know that uh, they they were being managed by a guy who um, really didn't even have any like clue about football. I think yeah. he was a lawyer or something Same like now. that. Same here. Right. Yeah. Currently. Yeah. And uh, he refused to to and, draft a quarterback because of what his girlfriend said. Yeah, an and like so he's basing all of his decisions not on football decisions, but on like what he thinks is like the right for managing the organization. Or well, whatever. I, and it, I think I think from that standpoint, and like they think that's a good idea. That's why they put him in there. They're like, that's what's going to work. You no, know? but like, yeah, that, that's my point. We, and we've talked about this before. They drafted Johnny Manziel because he texted him said, "Let's wreck this league." Yeah, and the guys like I like the guys Moxie, yeah. but and, and then they dra- then they didn't draft Josh Rosen, who yeah. was supposedly you know between him and Mayfield because the GM talked to a, a volleyball coach, listened to some volleyball girl gossip, and and didn't didn't pick him up then, yeah. even though he's rated as the most pro ready quarterback out there, and so the point being is it seems like the GM's trying to put himself in the news. Yeah, did you see Baker Mayfield just got married? Who? Baker Mayfield just got married. Who's that? You just <laughs> talked about him getting drafted. <laughs> what is your deal, man? We don't say his Why name. are you complicating everything we don't around say here today? Name. We don't say his name on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, the quarterback whose name will remain <laughs> unmentioned, yeah. well, he got married. And uh, anyways, they were kind of giving him a hard time. Like, man, you barely know this girl. You just signed a $20 yeah, million dollar I contract. I've heard that. He, and then you get married. You know she's an Instagram model, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yep, I'm looking at her. You know what that means, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I ain't saying she's a gold digger, <laughs> <laughs> but she ain't messing with the bro, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm. man, yeah, the guy, he's a she's he's a, a decision maker. She's okay. 
Yeah. He could do better. He told he told some guys, I was listening to that on the radio, and he told some guys, he's like, yeah, but, you know, like, everybody thinks she's like this L.A. girl, whatever. He's like, but she's from Nebraska. She's actually, you know, got good values. And, like, she's just, she's just different. She's an Instagram model. Anytime, here's the thing, man. Anytime I've ever heard someone values? talk about their girlfriend, and they say, no, man, she's different. Like, all right. <laughs> Good values and Instagram <laughs> model. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. Do not mesh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just all, they're, they're, they're contradictory words. Yeah. If your girlfriend's shooting videos of her doing squats from behind, you're not going to get any, you're <laughs> not going to get any tips on proper form from back there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Probably, probably use the fake weights too. Yeah. yeah. Fake weights. Fake weights. Yeah. Yeah. Not real. Like that one chick. What did they say she was stacking on her on Nine, her thighs? Nine hundred. Nine hundred pounds. What did she What did she crumple at? It was like five or six hundred, something yeah. like that. I which, mean, it, which is an irrelevant lift. And she was doing a wall sit. Yeah, all the pressure is being put and through so your back yeah, into the so wall. So you're sitting on the wall, and then they're stacking the st- the plates over her knees. So there's no muscle holding anything up. Moment. Yeah, just like it's just going up. Yeah. So. Uh, the, the the only time you really feel any muscle or any any weight is when the weight's pushing on your top top Easy. of your thighs. Dude, man. Dude, I spent like thirty minutes on that. Golly. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> point being is she went to nine hundred pounds. It's like stacked up here, and she's sitting there holding it. And someone yeah. called her out, said that's fake weight. So, props to her, but kind of stupid, <laughs> which you know kind of falls in that Instagram model uh, realm. Oh, mm-hmm. she actually went out to try and do it with this guy. Yeah. Knowing she was using fake weights. Yeah. And like got to four or five plates and it, it crumbled her. Crumbled her bad. I mean, could have hurt her. Yeah, like one I thought one fell on her like pretty hard. Like yeah, almost like hit her in the head or something yeah, like that. That's, the, that's what I'm saying. It's like so you're kinda like Is that video? Yeah. We had it on here one time. Yeah. We'll bring it. Hear that yeah. Anyway. Where that's, are we at on time? Uh we just passed an hour, bro. All right, man. Yeah. Happy Fourth of July, everyone! Yeah. Hope ha- it was Happy Fourth of July. <laughs> hey, I want to especially extend a Happy Fourth of July to our oppressors across the pond. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to remember this day and celebrate this day with us. Yeah, yeah. This is the day that y'all finally realize we're not worth messing with anymore, <laughs> and just be about your own business. Yeah. yeah. No. Keep your taxes and your tea to yourself. That's and what I would, I say. yeah. And we we learned about taxes, didn't we? We really fixed that. Didn't yeah. we? <laughs> and uh, no. so traded one oppressor for another. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I would like to wish a happy birthday to Martha Tucker. She is. Oh, uh, my mother. Her birthday was yesterday. Happy right, birthday, uh, Martha. I say yesterday. When this comes out, it will have been a week. So, yep. July. 3rd. Still happy birthday, birthday, Martha. Yep. Jimmy Wade. Jimmy You're Wade. on the clock, my man. Yeah, yeah. November 11th. Mm-hmm. That's his birthday. So. So, all, all right. right. Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th. Top of the Dude Chain. Check out the website, www.topofthedudechain.com. Visit our sponsor page. Thank you to Studio for the sponsorship of this episode. At uh, DudeChain88 on all the social media sites. We're out. Validate the stereo. <laughs>